Rocky. Rocky. He's so good. Silver. And welcome to Matcha Mondays. We're two West Coast gals hoping to connect with our audience to discuss everything matcha, our favorite sneaky snacks, mental health, self-love, and body positivity. All right. Welcome back, our lovely matcha babies. It's another beautiful Matcha Monday. It is take two for the homies. Take two for the homies. We tried to record this yesterday and we were like both just done with it and like did not It, it wasn't well. a good day. It wasn't a good day. <laughs> so we don't want to subject that to you. So that is a deleted recording for episode 70. It's burned in the trash. You'll never hear it. Yeah, it's gone. Also, I realized we completely missed the opportunity to make so many 69 jokes last episode no that's so unfortunate i know and we'll never have that again so it could be we couldn't have pubescent humor how sad i know i'm really sad about it honestly we're we're mature on matcha monday's podcast we don't make inappropriate jokes like that never we have careers we're mature adult (laughs) we we can't do that (laughs) and the train is here so if anyone hears the train there's nothing i can do about that so enjoy the Hello. train with me. Hello, train. Hello, train. Um, but yeah, so pour one out for our um, missed 69 jokes. I'll let you guys think about that yourselves. But um, <laughs> sip segment wise, I'm drinking my matcha. I'm enjoying it. I'm having a great time. It's actually my second one of the day. Did you? Ha- you didn't have a matcha today. You had something I- else skipped out on the matcha i made a shaken brown sugar iced espresso mm-hmm. latte however i think i'm gonna try doing that with matcha next like Ooh. i want to do a brown sugar matcha latte i feel like that would well shaken sorry shaken. an iced shaken brown sugar matcha latte i feel like that would be divine that would is be the divine. only word i can think of absolutely divine absolutely divine darling love that Check in about how your movie date with yourself went. How did it go? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I honestly forgot about that. When we said when you said check in, I was like, well, today was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but no, my movie date was so fun. It was just really nice to just go into the theater and not have to like I honestly thought it, I would feel like a loser for going to the theater by myself, but nobody pays attention to you. Like nope. I literally sat next to two people that clearly came together and I was like, Oh, can you watch my seat? I'm just gonna go run and get like a soda or something and they like watched my seat didn't care i came back yeah like super nice nobody questioned like why i was there by myself like i watched a movie so for those who don't know i saw everything everywhere Mm -hmm. all at once Mm -hmm. and immediately after i watched it i told silver and her husband they had to go and see it Mm -hmm. which they did and they loved it like silver texted me immediately after was like i want to go see it again which by the way dude if you come here we should go see it i'm down we can go see it i'm so down to go i'm see down it. yeah you guys didn't hear that we're, we're gonna <laughs> go see it again we're gonna see it again. but yeah no it was so fun and i think when you start to do things by yourself you start to realize how no one really cares like Mm-mm. i think the whole perception of like nobody is watching you and no one gives a shit like i still think you know especially silver and i like we're very observant so we do notice things like that so mm-hmm. we know there are other people that notice but mm-hmm. the thing is people notice but they don't care no that's the thing and no. in fact i feel like when people see you do things by yourself they're empowered or they're like madly respectful of you yeah like if 
I saw some, like, I see people eating by themselves all the time. And I'm like, hell yeah. Like, yeah, I can't clean. wait to get to that point in my life where I can just bring a book, order sushi and mm-hmm. mind my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, so doing this honestly was a big step for me because I'm trying really hard to do things that normally I would do with other people by myself. So I know that I don't ever have to rely on anyone to go and have fun. Yeah. Yeah. And this was like a movie I really wanted to see. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to wait for anyone. Like I want, I'm just going to go by myself. And it was really fun. I ordered like a popcorn. I had root beer. I literally laughed out loud watching this movie. Like it was just me laughing out loud. And like, I cried. And again, I went by myself and nobody cared around me. Like those two people that sat next to me, they were just laughing at the movie the same. No one was looking at me to be like, oh, she's laughing by herself. Like no one cared. Yeah. And I think that's Um, like the good thing to remind yourself that like nobody is that invested in other people's lives they don't care they're just doing their own oh another thing i moved into my apartment did (laughs) i didn't mention that yeah so i'm fully moved in pretty nice good area my roommate is really awesome and her dog is such a sweetie pie Mm -hmm. he's this big huge floof so he's big enough where i can just like give him a hug if i'm sad Mm -hmm. um which is so nice for me because like sometimes you know if you just hug something you just feel better oh yeah and he's so good like he he does not care i've like slept on not slept but i've like laid my head on him before and yeah. he'll just sit on the couch with that's the nice so, thing about big dogs is like you can like hold mm, them yeah and, like, small dogs will try to bite your face off if you do that yes <laughs> <laughs> we've had experiences experience <laughs> Yeah, so I finally moved into my apartment yesterday. Like Silver said, was not the greatest day for either of us. And then today I woke up and had a little mental breakdown. But Silver was on the phone with me and we got through it together. Mm-hmm. And I'm much better now. So yes. that's good. Yes. And it is Mother's Day, which <laughs> is hard for lots of people. So we definitely want to just like, take a little second to acknowledge that, that a lot of people don't have mothers or they don't have the best mothers. And I just want you to know that that's okay. It's not abnormal, which is unfortunate, but yeah. like our hearts are with you today. And if you are a mom or a mom-to-be or a new mom, congratulations. Happy Mother's Day. So everybody like yeah, take time yeah, to celebrate yourself or be celebrated and if today's a hard day for you acknowledge that like let yourself have that and we're we're here with you and we totally understand so and honor that actually i just want to read a little post cliche but i think we should say it do it so happy mother's day to mothers doing it alone mothers Mm -hmm. who adopted mothers whose children live far away mothers that are soon to be those who don't have a mother those who wish to be a mother and can't be right now, those with strained mother relationships and mothers who have lost a child. Beautiful. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> on that note. On that note, happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. So yeah, we are recording on a Sunday. So that's why we're yeah. mentioning Mother's Day. Yeah. So if you're listening to this on a, on Matcha Mondays, this is very recent. We recorded this just yesterday because it was just one of those weeks and that's okay. And But we're here now. So Mm-hmm. Welcome. And Silver and I have a new game plan and mm-hmm. we're really ready to just have it work because there's no other choice. Exactly. <laughs> um, tell us about your week. 
Give us a little catch up. You went and saw everywhere. I did. Everywhere all at once. I did. And like, I kind of went into it. I briefly watched a trailer, but honestly, like nothing could have prepared me for that movie. And Mira's just like, just go in, don't look it up and whatever. I'm like, and I am such a person who literally will be watching a movie and Google the ending because like, I just need to know exactly what's going to happen. So I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to go in, like have no idea what the fuck is going on. And it's so good and I don't want anyone else I'm not gonna give any spoilers away because I think you should also just go in and have no idea what's going on and just like fully enjoy it so do that and if you are of Chinese descent I think that it'll mean a little bit more to you I guess um and Mm -hmm. that's all I'll say about that so yeah, we did a, see that. It's a really good film. There's a lot of really nice messages. Yeah, some really good themes that they went over. So yeah, I really enjoyed it enough that I will go see it again. Yeah, we're going to go watch it again and cry. Yes. Again. Really it's a good, did. okay. I, I do want to say that no spoilers, but the ending is satisfying. So yes. go and watch it. Because yeah. I understand like a lot of times people don't want to see movies because they think it's going to be like depressing. And if you have like poor mental health, yeah. I strongly believe watching really sad films does not improve your mental health if you're yeah i agree but this is a movie that is funny heartfelt emotional Mm -hmm. but the ending is very good yeah yeah but get ready to like have a roller coaster of emotions i will Mm -hmm. say that Mm -hmm. and also if you have epilepsy don't watch it (laughs) they should have put a warning but (laughs) epilepsy warning yeah so yeah i did see that which was fun because i haven't like I want to go and do like a self date one of these days, but my husband and I haven't actually been on a date with each other like that for a really long time. Like we couldn't remember when the last time we went to the movies together, just the two of us was. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because usually like because we're so immersed in each other's lives, like we have the same friends, like we're always go with my family and everything. So we would always go to the movies with like friends or yeah, my sister, or my dad, like family. And so we're like, when's the last time you and I went alone? And we c- couldn't remember. So we're like, okay, maybe we do that. Like we go for dinner and like whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, honestly, he and I are such good friends that sometimes we forget like, oh no, we're still like dating, not dating because we're married, but like we still but need you, to you do that. you should date through your exactly. marriage. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like we're like we're newly married. So mm. and like we had a lot of like financial struggles. So we couldn't really treat ourselves like that. So now we're finally at a place where we can go out on a date and we can go to the movie theater and order like the extra large popcorn and mm-hmm. like not worry about it. So nice yeah, it was really nice. Part. It was a really nice little date night and Mm -hmm. so that happened i also started my dance class which is something that i was really wanting to do forever so Mm -hmm. like tidbit about me i grew up dancing competitively like i did ballet jazz modern contemporary hip-hop like i did everything and you kind of had to do everything if you wanted to stay in the competitive sector at my dance academy and honestly like i was really insecure and had like no confidence when i was that age when i was dancing and being a dancer didn't help because they're like constantly critiquing like everything like your face like your body like your entire body like I was told my pubic bone was too long and I was like which like you can't even fix that I know you shouldn't even have to but like 
you can't do anything about that no so i had like a <laughs> lot of dance teachers who like just because of how my body is proportioned and i'm shorter they're like oh like you're gonna have to stand here like not at the back or anything but like because i had such a different body type than most of the girls i danced with she would have to like put me in a certain place so I didn't look weird but I was like that's not very (laughs) nice and like it was just like I get it because well I don't get it I don't think it's right but like I could understand where they were coming from because like I was way shorter like I have way wider hips and like a short torso and whatever and then I was had these girls who had like very lean tall bodies and then I'm just kind of like a stub right there beside them so she's like I don't want you to look weird this needs to look good for the flow of the dance so you need to stand here and here yeah so like I get it, but also it just didn't help me at all. And I did. Well, ex- it just sucks that like there's that stereotype that all dancers look the same. Yeah, they don't exactly. And so I did get like bullied quite a bit too at that academy. So I ended up switching, and then that was kind of like when I graduated high school. I think was when I stopped dancing. So it's been a very very long time, and I really have missed it. But I had so much like trauma like from. <laughs> from dance that I didn't want to do it again so I kept wanting to go with like someone I was comfortable with and our new friend who we keep talking about who now listens to the podcast so hello there again um she was like I'm doing this dance class blah 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 and then I was like oh my god can I please come like can we do this together because I've been looking for someone that I feel comfortable enough to go with and like I love her to death so we had our first class I got to meet her friend which was exciting and then we did the class and I really really enjoyed it and it was really nice to dance for fun and not be like constantly critiqued and just be in it and feel it so that was really nice and I'm excited to go again and it was a good workout so I feel good about that and then I hung out with her again the day after with our other friend who we just happened to all kind of work together and now I don't work there anymore so we're like no no we're gonna keep in touch like we're gonna hang out so that's been really nice and yeah so just like it's all new things like new friendships new routines and yeah new jobs going well it's just very stressful and our weeks we mir and i today after her mental breakdown (laughs) and we were chatting and we're like you know what we've both been wanting the fucking apple airpod maxes which we know it's like Apple is not the best, but we've been like wanting these headphones for so long. And we were like, you know what? Like, let's just treat each other and get these headphones. So we were buying them for each other, even though they're like pretty much the same price. (laughs) And we're going to exchange them to each other when I get there next week so that it can be like our little gift to each other. So we've treated ourselves in a very expensive way, but it's exciting. So we're excited to do that next week and when I'm there because I'll be there in less than a week now. So I guess not this episode, but the next episode, which we're going to have to pre-record because it's kind of hard to record when you're on the move, but we will be together then. So check out our Instagram updates for that at Matcha Monday's podcast. Yes, Hopefully we'll be do. active on there and showing you guys what we're up to very excited haven't been to san francisco forever so i know i'm so excited to take you around like there's so much to do Mm -hmm. and there's so much i want to like show you and i have an electric scooter so we could take down to the city and live our best mia thermopolis lives (laughs) do you guys have the thing too like we have them kind of where they're sitting on the side of the street and you can like rent them yes okay we do have that 
We should do that. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. So our topic today is kind of how I think most of us feel when we're in our 20s. I think mid to early 20s, especially. I'm hoping it's going to get better in our late 20s. We all hit this kind of like quarter life existential crisis period in our lives where we're like, holy shit, we're adults now. Like, what do we do with our lives? What are we supposed to do now? And we have all this responsibility that we're kind of just like given in all of us, I think kind of feel like we're not ready for it and it doesn't Mm -hmm. help that a lot of us like have like our schooling has let us down and they don't teach us all these things that we're supposed to know when we just like become adults and those of us who like might not have parents to support us with that you're kind of just dumped on your ass and you have to Mm -hmm. figure it out so I feel like there's a lot of I think yeah when I was like 24 I had a really bad like existential crisis and I had no idea what I was doing with my life, where I was going and freaking out about that. So I think a lot of us can relate to that. I know Mira and I were talking about that earlier today. So we figured it'd be a good topic to share with you guys Um, because I think we all go through this. And even if you're like a younger person or a little bit older, I think we all go through periods in our lives that we're like, what the fuck are we doing? And it gets scary and we feel like we're running out of time so we're going to talk about how to not feel like that but also I just we want to acknowledge that it's okay to feel like that it's really normal to feel like that I literally cried about that today exactly so So, yeah we're going to talk about that today so grab your matcha if we're in the car with you on your way to work we hope you get there safely and sound we'll just accompany you on this little trip and you can listen to our beautiful voices (laughs) yeah no but yeah I think it's really important to just yeah acknowledge the fact that this is like a totally normal thing to feel especially in your 20s like Mm -hmm. I think you've talked about it like we've both chatted about it but even like our therapists have told us like it's so normal in your 20s to just question everything and have your like quarter life crisis which is so funny because I'm not 25 yet but I feel like I've had a quarter life crisis for the past like multiple years I've been into my 20s like (laughs) every year that I'm like 20 something I'm like you know yeah well I think it's honestly good that we're doing this episode because I feel like I can give like an actual what's the word like I can give context like legitimate context and I can mentally relate to this so it's something I can actually be like yes this is normal because I've gone through it especially today like I I won't obviously get into like my entire mental breakdown because you know that's a lot for everybody but what I will address is just kind of like the foundation and like why I was again feeling like I was running out of time and I think for me I'm the kind of person that I think since I was a kid like I just set such crazy high realistic not realistic unrealistic goals for myself and maybe the goals in and of itself aren't unrealistic but it's the timeline Mm -hmm. that's unrealistic for me Mm -hmm. but my problem is I put so much pressure on myself because yeah I feel like I don't have a lot of time on this planet for some reason and I feel like I have to get everything done now like everything needs to be completed tomorrow I woke up today and I was just thinking of like all these things that I wanted to do this year and I mean it's only May but I was thinking to myself you know my fitness goals my health goals my academic goals my job goals things like that and I was feeling like I just I hadn't done anything Mm -hmm. that I wanted to do but again the goals that I have are goals that take like 10 years to accomplish so it's it's hard when you're in this mental state because you don't 
you can't conceptualize and you can't be logical in those moments because you're so emotional. So I was on the phone with Silver and I was like, I just don't get it because like I have all these goals and I feel like I'm nowhere close to it. And like, there are things I could, like I could move to a new apartment and I bought really nice things for myself, like things that I wanted years ago that I thought I could never have. Like even the simplest things, like five years ago, all of my life right now would have seemed impossible to me five years ago. So it's crazy, like knowing that's how I would have felt. But currently, I feel like I've done nothing. Mm -hmm. So I was telling her this because I was like, I just don't get it. Like, why do I feel like I'm running out of time? And she had a good point. And it was because that like when you set crazy goals for yourself, it feels like you're never moving towards them because the timeline for you to get to those goals just takes too long. But also, we actually didn't discuss this, but something I realized is a lot, some of the things I achieved that should take years to achieve, I did achieve really, really fast. Mm -hmm. So I think when you have like a disrupted, I'm putting quotes around this, but disrupted timeline, it's really hard for you to mentally conceptualize what is realistic versus what isn't. Mm -hmm. Because like for me, paying off loans, that was something that realistically takes 10 years to pay off, but I did it in one year because I just made it my goal. And so I think when I compare everything to that, I'm like, well, if I could have done that, then why can't I do all of these things? And it's like, you you just need to be somewhat realistic. Because mm-hmm. like, even though the loan paying goal is extreme, given my circumstances, it was a realistic thing for me to do at the time. So I think now, like looking back, even like at Silver and I's conversation, like there are certain things that like I wanted to do that maybe like academics wise that no matter how hard I try, like it will take three or four years to get to that point. And I just have to accept it. And I can't sit and beat myself up about it every single day because sitting and shitting on yourself is not productive. Productive. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's not productive to do. And like, that's what I was trying to tell myself, even like now talking on this podcast like I'm telling myself right now like it's not productive to sit and continuously shit on myself like my fitness goals okay I don't have the exact body that I want but like that's not gonna happen in one day that's gonna happen in a year and like I just have to be okay with that even though it's so hard and I think I'm the kind of person like I want results now and it was funny I was I was talking to someone yesterday and I was like yeah my worst quality about myself is patience like I'm not a patient person I want Mm. everything to happen overnight which who doesn't though yeah like life like life is not like that Mm -hmm. life doesn't things don't happen overnight yeah if you want a good job that doesn't happen overnight if you want friends that doesn't happen overnight like all this stuff takes time and you just have to be okay with it and I think they always say like you need to romanticize the process or else you'll just never be happy. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm telling myself is like, even though it's going to take like a year to get to where I want to be, it, it, it no matter what age I will be, it's still going to take that year. And somebody else said something, I think I saw it on Instagram where they were saying how people say that, you know, like you want to be a doctor, or you want to be a lawyer, or whatever. Like a lot of times people say like, well, I don't want to do it because it's going to take a long time. But then even like though it'll take you six years like you'll be at that age in six years regardless of whether you try to do this or not yeah it's like things are going to take time regardless so you just need to learn to accept that but I think yeah like being in your 20s like your brain is still developing and you're still becoming an adult like we're still so young so to accept that is really hard I think Mm -hmm. but I think in our society too like TikTok you see so many people like our age that have crazy lives Mm -hmm. and everything's so fast-paced and it seems I think on TikTok that things are happening overnight for people (laughs) but you see these things happening for people and it seems instantaneous because again like 
social media only captures glimpses of the best parts of people's lives. Yeah. You see these things happening all the time and then you can't help but at least for me, I couldn't help but compare myself. So I was telling several, I was like, well, I'm not even like like I mean my apartment's great and I am so lucky. Like my roommate's amazing, her dog is amazing. Like I could not have asked for a better situation in terms of all of that. But you know, I'm like anybody else. I see videos and I see people like living in like a beautiful luxury apartment high rise they have a really nice car and I'm like well why am I not there yet and then I have to tell myself and silver silver was really trying to drill this into my head today but that like for my age I'm really really successful but it's so hard for me to see that yeah well I think it's like the whole thing where yeah there's lots of people our age around our age who yeah are like billionaires but then the thing is like (laughs) yeah like the thing is we don't know where they started from too like there's a lot of people incredibly lucky and incredibly hardworking who started from nothing and got to this amazing impossible place and that happens and that's fantastic but then you have to think there's lots of people who are given a really big head start like if their family was super healthy and they never had to deal with any kind of like childhood trauma or abandonment and then they're coming from that part like even that alone like the toll that takes on a person it sets you back which is unfortunate but if you are like starting from a family that's well off that has really good healthy habits that's very supportive you're ahead and that's just how it is and so you can't ever compare your journey to someone else's because when you don't know the details and then two it doesn't even matter because that is not your life like the only life that should matter is the one right in front of you and the people you care about otherwise like who cares what this person is doing who cares if they live in a luxury apartment and they have like six Porsches like good for them but how does me thinking about them constantly or comparing to myself help me the only way it could is if you use them as motivation to be like obviously yeah like this is possible so what did they do so that I can get there so inspiration motivation great but to compare yourself there's there's no what is it like the comparison is a thief of joy there's no reason yeah Yeah, there's no reason to do that like the only times I ever really compare myself to other people well I try to just kind of compare myself to myself or I try to remind myself that like okay I'm this age and like someone I know is maybe a little bit older and they're just starting their lives and they're not worried about that. Yeah. They're okay with that. Like I had a like a big, I guess my mental breakdown a, a month or two ago was because I had envisioned a certain timeline for myself. And then I kind of realized that that couldn't happen anymore and that that's okay. But it's really hard to feel that way. Like I, cause I really wanted to have or start trying for a child at the end of this year. And then looking at my finances, looking at my life trajectory, it just doesn't make sense for me. And then when one of my really, really good friends got pregnant, my reaction was like, what? Like you did this on purpose? Like that's so weird. So I'm like, okay, it's not even just that you're not financially ready or like I just started my new job. So it just wouldn't be a good look and wouldn't help benefit me. Well, I just feel like maybe you're not even like emotionally Exactly. Well, that's what I mean. Like I then it clicked for me that like I'm not there yet. And that's okay. But in my head, I was always like, this is how it's going to be. I'm going to be pregnant by this time and blah, blah, blah. And then there's so many things that you can't control. So then it's hard though, because everyone's like married and having children around me. And then I'm sitting here like, well, I just don't want to do that. 
And like, it makes me feel like behind. But at the same time, I have a like one of my best friends. She just had a kid. She's two kids. She just had twins. And she's 32. And that's not late. Like, that's normal. Honestly, like, I still think that's pretty early. Like, I know a lot of people have kids in their like 40s. I know, which is like, I get that for women, unfortunately, there's like a biological timeline where it's best, like they have a good window, but just like, don't feel pressured to do anything on a certain timeline if you're not ready. And like, I did have to grieve that timeline because I definitely envisioned myself to be in a certain place at a certain time. But you know what? Instead of spending all my time comparing myself to other people and being feeling bad about it. I'm like, I have so much time. Like I'm 26 and I feel like I've been around forever and it's only been 26 (laughs) years. So however rest of my life that I have, which I'm saying to me is 80 years, (laughs) I'm going for 106 apparently. But like I have 80 years. shit. Yes. I have like 80 (laughs) years to figure out my shit. As long as I'm happy, healthy, stable, and like I'm in a good environment, that's all that matters. Like I don't need to have my ideal career or my dream house or my children because I have lots of time because we haven't even gotten to 80 and I feel like I've been here forever. So you kind of just have to put everything in perspective. Like Mira said, six years are going to pass anyway so you might as well do something now with it because in six years you're either yeah going to be a doctor or you're just not going to do what you you're just going to be six years older yeah you're going to be six years older so what would you rather do right but that doesn't mean that you're running out of time like there's so much time their own timeline yeah look at jk rowling i mean as much as she's not the greatest person in the world yeah she's canceled for legitimate reasons but she didn't become successful till she was in her 40s yeah Oprah Winfrey didn't become successful until she was older Steve Jobs like there's so many really famous people that yeah like didn't become famous till they were older yeah so even though I'm taking fame as the example here Mm -hmm. but yeah you might not hit your success at any point now doesn't mean you won't later no and it And like, we obviously, we wish that for people. Like we want you to be where you want to be. But like, yeah, I have a friend. He's, how is it? He's like in his sixties, like almost 60. And like, he's had a marriage. He's dealt with a lot of like substance issues. Like he's had a rough go. And then in his sixties or early sixties, he's found the love of his life. And he like is starting his life with her. You're never too late. And yeah, we wish you will figure it out as early as possible so you can enjoy that. But like if you're finding the love of your life in your early 60s, you have like maybe 40 years with them. And that's a long time. So it's all about perspective. And again, we wish that you just find what you're looking for as early as possible. But again, like I was telling Mira too, like I don't want to be done now. Like I don't want to be settled yet because what am I going to do for the rest of my life? Like I kind of want something to give me purpose and to explore and like learn something new. And obviously like the most ideal thing for me would be to have enough to of experience and income 
so that I can just do the things I want to enjoy. But I, I do enjoy my life now. Like I do enjoy my new job and learning all those new skills. And no, it's not something I want to do for the rest of my life because I don't think anyone wants to work and be stressed out for the rest of their lives. But for right now, like this is good. And this is a step in the right direction of where I want to go. And I, I'm excited to learn as much as possible in this new chapter of my life so that I'm ready for the next one. So we're never ever too late and we're never running out of time and you know we don't even know how much time we have yeah so so true yeah so we might as well just try to make the best of it so we are very loosely using this article it's called six tips on how to stop feeling like you've running you're running out of time and it's on islesoflife.com so if you want to check that out for what they have to say you can go there But just so you guys know, for what we do to deal with all of this, we're going to share that next. So, Mira, what are you doing (laughs) to deal with this and not feel like you're constantly running out of time? Honestly, talking to somebody about it really does help. Like, today I really had to just talk it out Mm -hmm. and cry. Mm -hmm. Because, like, yesterday, I mean, we had, Silver and I actually had a tough conversation yesterday, which it had to happen, but it was tough for both of us to have. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and everything's fine, but just the content of what we were discussing was a, was a lot. But mm-hmm. the thing is, is like when I deal with stuff, I usually shut down or I compartmentalize. And I can't feel anything. And like I have to take at least a day or two to process and then I get emotional. Yeah. So today I was like pretty sad by not like just the conversation but like everything Mm -hmm. and then I started to feel like I was running out of time and like I'm really thankful for Silver because she's like I really just think you need to talk about it with me and I was like okay so I called her and then I just started like crying (laughs) I was like I just don't understand like I just feel this way but I shouldn't feel this way but I do feel this way but honestly just talking it out just helps because you even realize why you're thinking the way you're thinking Mm -hmm. but also like i don't know for me my thoughts get so jumbled and i think when you talk it helps you unjumble them yeah like the more organized and more linear so definitely talking to somebody really helps but i think also like silver said like she's gonna come here next week so crazy Mm -hmm. um in like a week she's gonna be here so we our plan is to like sit and like literally make a life plan Mm mm-hmm with realistic goals and like ways we're going to get there. So I think just being able to take like a piece of paper maybe and just mapping out exactly how you want to like achieve a goal is really helpful. Like we always talk about realistic goal setting, but it's easier said than done, right? To say that. So Mm -hmm. for me, I think you really just need to ground yourself and understand like, okay, enough overthinking, like time to come back to yourself and like just be more realistic and approach this at more of a nice like, like, be nice to yourself as you approach these. And, like, don't shit on yourself, which is what I was doing. Like, I was saying really mean things to myself this morning. Which I don't think Silver was happy to hear that. <laughs> but it's kind of like, yeah, you're right. Like, you need to get it out. And you you can think way faster than you can speak or write. So yeah. what ends up happening if you don't get it out on paper or just it comes out of your mouth, then your brain is like, and then you can't even slow down to be like, holy shit, I've thought myself into this dark hole that I now have to actively revert and think through and like cognitive behavioral therapy myself to get out. But sometimes it's be so hard because as we've spoken about before, like our anxiety and depression brains are huge liars. 
So, yeah. but we don't know that because it's us. So our brains are like, no, this has to be true. We're the ones who came up with it. We know ourselves best. Like it has to be true. So then it's nice to talk about it with someone that like you trust or even like doing it on your own and like writing it down because you get it down on paper. And if you're like, wow, I'm a huge failure and a huge disappointment. And then you look at it and you're like, actually, I'm pretty successful yeah like yeah i'm not and Mm -hmm. like again yeah it's nice to hear from someone else but like eventually like it'll just get into the habit where like i think i said it took me about two years to get rid of a lot of my intrusive thoughts about myself but now i'm at to the point where if like something doesn't go the way i want it to and like it it might feel like a failure i'm like okay well I worked really hard. I know I'm really confident in like what I've done and who I am. So if it didn't work out, it's because it's not meant to be and something better is waiting for me. Yeah. And it can be really hard to get to that point. But if you just avidly work on it like every fucking day, like every time you're like, oh my God, I'm so stupid. You go, actually, I'm not stupid. I'm actually really intelligent, not just academically, but in life. And I'm very like emotionally intelligent as well. So no, that's not true. And just go from there. Very basic. You just have to start. Yeah. And I think, honestly, it's just like telling yourself you're only in your 20s. Like, you can't say I'm already. Like, you have to change the wording. I yeah. Think. Like, just be like, I'm only in my 20s. Yeah. Like, that's what my aunt says to me. Because I tell my aunt, I'm like, I'm freaking out. Like, I don't think I'm where I'm supposed to be in life. And she's like, you are so much more further ahead than I was in my life. And my aunt, I mean, knock on wood, but for her life is like a life I want right like that's what I would like to be when I'm her age but then also my aunt's like twice my age yeah so I still have twice the years I've been on this planet Mm -hmm. to get to that point and still be happy so yeah and like I know Silver and I always like tell each other this but like if we had everything we wanted right now life would be so fucking boring yeah (laughs) and we wouldn't be happy but it just it sucks there's like I again like there's two sides to the coin like yes it would be really great to have all these things now but then yeah it it would be so boring because then you're like okay well now now what do I do for the rest of my life (laughs) yeah and like it depends because like a lot of people would enjoy that like to have everything settled and then they can just be be for the rest of their lives but I think like a lot of people and if you're like Mira and I we like to have something going on like we like to learn new things and we like new challenges and I think we would be bored to death if we just like sat around all day and did nothing it also would be not good for our mental health no because then we would just be like well this is pointless exactly So, so yeah just constantly reminding yourself that you have more than enough time and there's always time to change your mind and do something new like I remember I went to school with people who were literally in their 60s and I was like whoa what are you doing here yeah and I hate when people say that like when they're in their 40s and they're like well it's too late for me I'm like no it's 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 not not. yeah you only have to set aside five years maybe to get to where you want to be it's not wasting like you haven't lived your entire life yet no because I have like family members that are like, I can never be a doctor. And I'm like, yes, you can. I mean, maybe it's not the smartest financial p- position at the moment for you. But like, if you really make that your goal, you can find out a way. Yeah. Like if that's your dream, then chase it. Yeah. You like, I don't know. I think you only have one life, at least right now. Like you do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. If you want to try 5,000 jobs, then do it. Like whatever makes you happy, as long as you're not hurting anybody and you're not hurting yourself, why not? Yeah. 
yeah that's like yeah i think we we all feel like that especially like it's again as we said at the beginning of this episode it's so normal in your 20s to feel that way and i remember yeah talking to my therapist and i was like i don't know who i am i don't know what i want to do with my life and she's like and why is that so important like why do you need to know that today like why can't you spend the rest of your life figuring out what you want to do and who you are and who you want to be like why do you have to have that answer today because like I have a good job I had a good job then too and I have lots of loving caring people around me that I can trust like I'm in a stable environment so that I can figure all that out so and a lot of people don't have that like I keep saying to Mira like a lot of us don't have that so we're really lucky and I think taking that step back and getting that perspective of like actually shit I'm really fucking lucky for everything I have. Even if it's not much, you have to you have to practice gratitude. Otherwise, you're just constantly going to feel like you don't have enough and you're never going to be satisfied. Yeah. I think also too, like, again, I feel like social media is so much to blame for this. Mm-hmm. But like, like where Silver and I are at our lives and at our age, like we actually have like, we're like in the not norm. Mm-hmm. Like there's like, if you do the percentage breakdown, like, there's so much more people that aren't like where we are at in our mm-hmm. lives. So like, yeah, it's like crazy because we don't think that way. Like we're like, oh, well, I don't have enough. Yeah. Like, you look, cause we're always looking at people who do have like everything. Yeah. But it's crazy. Like, cause if you really think about it, we're at a level that is really hard to hit. <laughs> yeah. So it's like hard to accept that, I think, because we don't see it. Yeah. But I think the, yeah, like, again, there's always two sides to the coin. And like, yeah, we are very successful for our age. And we did not get an easy pass handed to us. So Mm -hmm. I feel like we can both sit here and be like, we work really fucking hard to be exactly in this place. And we can take a lot of pride in that. And if you didn't, and if you did have a an easy ride here, congratulations. I'm so happy for you. Like, (laughs) Like, earnestly. (laughs) Yeah, but like, earnestly, like, I'm glad that you were able to have that and like I hope you yeah. you Silver know that and I wouldn't wish what we went through on anyone no and I hope that you you acknowledge the privilege that you've had to get here and that you use that for good and you acknowledge it but a lot of us too are also handed a really easy ride and you're stagnant and you're not doing anything and I feel like that's when you also have to take a step back and be like I can't just sit here and like ride out my privilege for my entire life I like I should be using this for something beneficial and if you don't know what that is right now like I hope that you're taking the steps to figure that out because that does mean something too like I always say that like I have people my age I went to high school with who are still working at a coffee shop and like no at least they're working at least they're doing something like they're and if they don't know what they want to do I get that but like at the same time I really hope you're doing that self-reflection and self-discovery to figure out like okay what do I want to do for the next like maybe just a year of my life like do I want to go to school do I want to try a new job do I want to travel like except it's kind of hard to travel right now but like whatever you want to do like I hope that you're you're not stagnant and you're constantly figuring it out and you're constantly figuring out what you want and who you are as a person and you're not just gonna stay at the coffee shop for your entire life unless that's really what makes you happy then yeah unless you like love it unless you (laughs) love it if you love it and you have enough money and stability to do that then yeah do that So thank you for coming along on this journey. I'm going to send this episode to someone very specific who I know is struggling with this as well. Our dear friend. Oh, yes. 
Yes, because if you're ever in a situation, I think we will talk about this more once we have proper proper footing with this topic. But Mm -hmm. if you are in a situation that you don't want to be in and you're staying there and doing nothing about it and regard like I'm not just talking about like any kind of like abusive situation. That's very hard and like way more empathy to you. Do that when you're ready, safe, whatever. But if you're in like a job where you can have the opportunity to do something else and you're not doing it i hope that this kind of encourages you that you don't have to stay in one place for the rest of your life and there is time to find something else and take some more risk and go after what you really want to so i hope this can be an inspiration to anyone listening be to inspired this. be inspired and we're right here with you we have no idea what the fuck we're doing but yeah, we're still figuring it out we're figuring it out but we look cute while doing it and that's all Hell that matters yeah. <laughs> yeah. i guess yeah we'll wrap up the episode then mm-hmm. so if you guys don't follow us on our socials you should so remedy that immediately we're on instagram pinterest and tiktok at matcha mondays podcast mm-hmm. if you want to follow silver she has a sustainable art business at silver rumor gallery and I am at Macha Mira. I'm currently on private, but you can just request and I'll accept your follow. So it's all good. Um, so yeah, with that yeah. all being said. Have a great Macha, Macha Monday. Monday. Bye. Bye. Bye.